This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here live in yes. person. Tyler, you look handsome today. Thank you too. You too. Thank I like you. Your hat choice today. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. I uh, I showered too. this week. <laughs> My wife was happy about that. Today is tow rig episode two hundred one. We did a, a one hundred one, but yeah. today we're talking about kind of like that next step. We're going to go over like three major things. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for this episode, and the reason we're doing this episode is because because the first one, our tow rig one hundred one. Wow. Blows all of the other episodes out of the water. Yeah, by like you guys double. like that one. You yeah, guys like towing. You guys like using trucks for how they're supposed to be used Who for. Who would have known? Who a whole bunch known? of diesel guys like towing with their trucks. Holy moly. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, we're looking forward to this episode. Make sure you check us out on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, leave a review. Five stars only. If you leave four stars, I'm going to hunt you down. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Leave five star no, for real though. Five stars only. Yeah, that's I'll all we accept. Uh, five stars only. Screenshot that. Send it to benedictsapowerproducts.com or tyleredsapowerproducts.com, and we'll send you a T-shirt, a dank meme, and a handwritten note that'll make your butt crack sweat. Who? Yes. <laughs> or make your wife really awkward when she reads it and opens the box wondering what it, what you ordered. Hell yes. <laughs> this is America's Diesel yes. Podcast. America's Diesel Podcast. Here Brought we go. to you by Diesel Power Products and two awkward dudes with beards. Yes. Yeah. Anyhow, so tow rig, oh, throwing pens all over the place. Tow rig two hundred one. Yeah, two hundred one. Two hundred one. Yeah, I'm going collegiate courses. We got one hundred one, two hundred one, three hundred one, four hundred one. And the, today we're f- pretty much going to focus on three things. So, but we're going to do a quick recap of one hundred one. If you didn't yeah. hear it, you should listen to it. It's a great episode. But we're going to kind of give you those, like the the main gist of what one hundred one was. And I, I think the biggest thing we can take away, actually, two things: one, usable, reliable power. Yes, huge. Yeah. If you're towing with your truck, you need to t- like have usable power. Absolutely. If you put huge injectors with a stock turbo and your EGTs are through the roof, you've now just made your truck into a non-tow truck. Yeah. I mean, the whole point of building a proper tow rig is being able to you know do these modifications and then not worry 
when you're towing about oh man i can't i can't i can't push the go-go pedal down that far yeah we're gonna have a problem if i go further you know past here or go on this power level i can't use that like no that's that's not what that's not building a usable tow rig that's that's you know and we t- we tell guys to build build your truck for what you use it for 90% of the time mm-hmm. or 95% of the time. I mean, and, and, and you can still have fun. And, and that's the thing too, with a tow rig, with a properly built tow rig, you'd be surprised at how fun it is to still drive. Yeah. You can still rip that thing. And a lot of times, like if you like sled pulling yeah. and you build yourself a really reliable tow rig, yeah, you can go you, sled pulling. You've now like low key, just built yourself a like work stock rig. Yeah. Work stock yeah. rig, like local, you could be a, a local hero. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And especially again, if it's reliable, if it's built right, you can, Sled pull it on Saturday, tow on Sunday, and do it all again Monday. I yeah, mean, <laughs> absolutely. That was good. That was. That, sound, that rolled off. You really. should write that down. <laughs> I should write that down. <laughs> <laughs> so usable, reliable power. And then I got a couple other points in here. Obviously, EGT control mm-hmm. is key. Uh, planning, just like everything in life, yep. plan ahead. Uh, be realistic. Be prepared. And this one is the one we hammered home really hard last yeah, time. But it it's... What's the magical word, Tyler? Compound. Compounds. I'm gonna whisper right in your ear. Compounds. Let's whisper sweet nothings yeah. in your ear when you're listening. Everybody, compounds. compounds. Seriously, if you guys are building a tow rig, there's really, as far as a turbo setup, I don't think there's a better way to go. Yeah, they are as magical as everybody says they are. Yeah. There's a reason why everybody says, "Oh, build a competent tow rig." Compounds. Yes. It magic. Yes. So that being said, if you want more on kind of like your tow rig 101 stuff, make sure and check out one of our previous episodes. I don't remember what number it is, but Did it, you say it, nine. Yeah, maybe like seven, eight, nine, right in there, it something was, like that. I think it was before 10. It was before 10, yeah. yeah. We'll call it pre-10. Pre-10. If it's not, then crap. Oops. But you can find it because it's there. <laughs> All of them are listed. Anyhow, so today I think we're going to focus, you know, we're basically, actually I wrote this down and I'm not, not going to go away from it because I feel like I did a good job writing yeah, it. You did, So actually. we're going to focus more on some other stuff. We kind of talked about the truck, but let's kind of talk about, we're going to cover three topics that really are going to make your towing experience as safe and aside from the terrible English here, yeah. as goodest as possible. Yeah, enjoyable. Enjoyable. The, the bestest. <laughs> the I was bestest. trying to find a really good descriptive word there, and my my grammar was just... Hugely? Down. Hugely. Bigly. <laughs> <laughs> Bigly, hugely. Bigly, hugely. <laughs> yeah. And those three things are EGT control, being prepared, and exhaust brakes. Yes, exhaust brakes. Right? Yeah, and it's, you know, most of the newer newer vehicles, anything, anything really that's got a VGT turbo... And well, I wouldn't say anything with a VGT turbo because I mean you got Duramaxes and some Power Strokes that don't come with exhaust brakes, obviously. But anything I would say most trucks 2007 and newer, or maybe I should say 2009 because some of the early Fords and Dur- Duramaxes didn't have them. But, um, but you they can come with them. But you can get them on, yeah. and it comes. It, but they come with them from factory. And right. What what they're doing there is <clears throat> just utilizing the VGT as the exhaust brake. So in an exhaust brake. Uh, which we'll, we'll go into that actually. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I'm going You're way too deep. Jump on list, dude. Yeah. I wrote this follow, list. Follow the list. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Anyhow, but, and so the, the first episode we did talk about e- how paramount EGT control is. We're going to talk about how to like do that and what yeah. parts can help you there. Uh, not necessarily just parts, but I'd say mentality. Yeah. And making sure that, again, being prepared and being realistic, yeah. that you're not shooting yourself in the foot. And this is one of those things, too, where all those little things that make a difference, this is where they all add up. Mm-hmm. You know, where you, and, and we'll go into that, and you'll, you'll know what we're talking about when we go into some of these parts that we're going to talk about here. So Yeah. I think probably before we even – not even before, but like as far as EGT control goes, how to mitigate your EGTs, step one, 
know what they are. Yeah. <laughs> Exhaust, gas, temperatures. Yeah. I, I want to get my EGTs down. Well, what are you seeing right now? I don't know. I don't have a gauge. Well, well how do you know dude? they're high? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, EGTs, it's basically too much fuel, not enough air. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially what's going on there. So we've either got to cut back the fuel or we've got to increase airflow, whether it be turbocharger, whether it be freeing up airflow from some restrictions that you have on the engine. And that's kind of where your list kind of starts. Yeah. Which is so intercooler. Yeah. Step one, know what they are. Step two, yeah. intercooler. Yeah. Uh, if, if for some reason you're towing really heavy with a truck that doesn't have one, which means you basically have like a first gen or an OBS 7.3. means you should get one. You should really get one. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they're actually not as expensive as you think, and, and you should really put it on there. Ex- especially for the, the 94 to 97 Power Strokes, that Banks kit... I feel like that's such a bang for your buck. It is. And that's not even like, Banks did not pay me for this. And yes, I do have a Banks turbo kit on my 6.2, but they, <laughs> trust me, this is a, you know, I, they didn't pay me for the, pay for this at all. But it's it's a huge bang for your buck. I mean, you get intercooler. The piping, the piping that comes in that kit is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually, before Banks kind of stopped us, we used to sell that piping uh, individually, like just pieces of it, so guys can make their own intercooler kits because mm-hmm. their, their piping kit was just so nice. But I mean, I think it's like fifteen hundred bucks, or right around fifteen hundred bucks. You yeah. get the intercooler, you get the piping, you get everything to put it Intake on. Intake manifold hardware and instructions, the template to where you got to trim your core support. Like they think of everything, yeah. and it fits great, fits awesome, and it works awesome. And so, it works, yeah, yeah. If you're not intercooled and you're going to tow a lot, definitely look at getting an intercooler. And if you, I mean, you know, if you have an intercooler, there's there's a lot of room for improvement on on a, quite a few trucks mm-hmm. short of, I will say there's the one truck that has like a pretty awesome intercooler from factory is 94 to 02 Rams. Yeah. <laughs> intercooler huge. is huge yeah. and it's strong. And it's like, I mean, I remember uh, like Kip at industrial that ha- has that little race truck. He ran that, <laughs> ran that stock second gen intercooler forever. Yeah. So, I mean, you can make good power uh, with that. So it's not like a, a, a I would always recommend it, of course, but it's not like a need. Whereas, like, I can't remember the exact year of uh, Common Rail Cummins, but there was a, a Common Rail that had a super thin one. It was a plastic in tank like one. Three to it was terrible. Or something like that. Like terrible. Early ish five nine Common yeah. Rails, I think. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's definitely any time or any truck that has an intercooler currently, you can definitely improve upon that. Another one I want to mention uh, real quick. Not that I'm trying to talk too much here. No, but do it, man. Uh, the, uh, um, the BD. The BD extruded intercooler. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've even, I remember one time ATS, which we just had ATS in here, but he had mentioned that the guys at ATS even said that BD had the best intercooler out there because <laughs> that, and then they, they ended up stopping, stop making theirs yeah. because BD's was so good. <laughs> so good job. But BD. they do that extrude, extruded honed. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it extruded honed? Is that the Extrude. Verbiage? Extruded. Um, intercooler it's basically yeah. the, instead of just having like your regular tube and fin, each of those tubes has been like, the way I always explain it to customers is like, you remember when you were a kid playing with Play-Doh mm-hmm. and you would force that Play-Doh through and make like the shapes and make like a really long, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's like the same thing. They're pushing that, those metal bars through an extruder and they're basically making inner and outer fins on each of the tubes. So it's mm-hmm. even more surface area for cooling. So as far as cooling goes, BD is is killing it in the intercooler game. And if you don't have an intercooler on an 8, 90, 94 to 97 power stroke, Check out that Banks kit. That is such yeah. a screaming deal. I thought that I didn't need one on my 96. And then, because I, I was like tuned and, and like yeah. a couple of little things on there. Like, so oh, you're good. It was okay. popped up and it was yeah. cool, right? And then I lined up next to another truck that, mm-hmm. or say another OBS that was intercooled and not tuned and it walked me. Yeah. And I was like, intercoolers oh, make a difference. What the hell? <laughs> cool, denser air. You can pack more in. And the engine's just going to run a yeah. heck of a lot more efficient. 
and dropping EGTs. Again, EGT control. That's what we're kind of working with. Mm-hmm. So as far as if you didn't have an intercooler, make sure you add one on there. Uh, other air restrictions, intake manifold. Make sure you get an intake manifold on a truck. Yeah. That's applicable. Uh, yeah. hold on, I, actually, I'm going to take, I'm going to eat my words a little bit there. Super Duty 7.3 guys. Yeah. Intake manifold. Unless you have bigger injectors, that intake manifold is not going to do you a whole lot of good. Yeah. Just because it's not moving enough air. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it really isn't. And then, I mean, you'll hear that too with like the Cummins guys doing the intake, intake horns. But again, if you're looking at the bigger picture, if you're doing a lot of these things, if you're going to do like, let's say you're, which, um, well, you have that down two more. So we have colder intake and mm-hmm. charge air piping. But if you're going to do all those other things, again, all those things adding up is going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so yeah, I agree, I agree, agree and disagree at the same yeah. time. <laughs> I mean, there's always room for improvement, but again, with the seven, three, as far as what air it's moving, I would think a five, nine Cummins moves a little bit more air. So it may yes. be a little bit more beneficial mm-hmm. doing an intake on that. Um, but yeah, every little bit counts and that's what, what it's all about as far as when you're controlling EGTs and it may not seem like a lot when you're looking at that one part and looking at the specs of that one part, but trust us when you add all that stuff together, it's going to make a difference. Yeah. You add that together with you know colder intake and then your actual charge piping. Yeah, um, you really start adding it all together. Get yeah. the, the grid heater out of there. Yeah, and just really try and move as much air and have nice smooth transitions as possible. Yeah. No boost leaks or anything like that. If you yep. see your stock tube is kinked and it's you know not doing you a whole lot of good, get it out of there. Get a new one in. Yeah, and since we're on like intercooler or charge uh, charge piping too, one a common one that I just want to bring up too is on the ninety four to O two trucks. Mm-hmm. What's really common on those trucks is even though their in, their intercoolers are great, just like we talked about, but on the lower intercooler hoses, the little transition hoses they're called, it's like a four inch to three inch forty five degree angle. Yep. There's a a, uh, a like a pinch weld uh, from the body that rubs on that hose and you'd be surprised at how many trucks have blown intercooler boots that are in the lower and the people don't even know it. Oh. So it's, it, it rubs against that hose and it happened on my second gen when I had it. So if you guys are, if, if, if anybody's out there with a second gen and thinks they're low on boost, check that, check that, uh, uh, th- those lower boots and you'll be surprised. You'll see that, you'll see that body. Like a, it's like a pinch. I, I think it's a pinch. Well, I have to look at it again. I can't remember. Mm. It's been a while, but it's like a pinch weld that just rubs against that boot and it'll blow a hole right in it. Hmm. So, yeah. There you go. There's your boom. There's your second gen <laughs> fact of the day right there. <laughs> this podcast is worth it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and so moving forward with that, um, I think the last two are, are probably usually not thought about. One of them I yeah. consider a last resort, but we're going to skip that one for the moment. I consider Bumper. a last resort, but I, I want to bring it's up cool, something. Though. It's kind of cool, and especially on newer trucks. So let's go to the last one, then we'll go back to that. Okay. One. Right. So bumper selection. Bumpers. You've got a big ass bumper on the front of your truck. Yeah. And it's blocking a whole bunch of airflow. You've now just essentially hurt yourself. All all of those things that you did before, you're in a cooler charge pipe, you're in take manifold yeah. like that. You put a big giant bumper <laughs> with a whole ton of light bars on the front. You just took it all away and made it worse. <laughs> yeah. You just blocked all your airflow. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good day. No. So bumper selection is going to be huge, and yeah. the, thir- the the new is that thirteen and up Ram trucks. Yeah, yeah. Intercooler in the bumper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like so. Not in the that, grill. Take that and and then put a really big, solid, big piece yeah. of metal in front of it. Yeah, really one helps. way to really screw up your EGTs is to block all the airflow, trying to help you with your EGTs. So yeah. just keep that in mind when you're when you're uh, looking at bumpers. I mean, mm-hmm. there's uh, <coughs> excuse me. I mean, pretty much any bumper company i would hope would take that into consideration that they're putting the intercooler down there mm-hmm. but you know you never know especially some some do-it-yourselfers out there maybe not yeah. thinking of that or not knowing that the intercooler is down there mm-hmm. <laughs> you might have a bad day yeah <laughs> so. the next one is actually uh, it, 
It is a fixer. I consider it sort of a last resort. It is kind of cool, though. I, I, I would consider it a last resort. But when we're talking with trucks with emissions, mm-hmm. mm. one really cool thing that Watermeth does, which I haven't like firsthand tested. This is just like all from reading and researching on what, what it can actually do. But Watermeth will keep your EGR system cleaner. Yeah. I mean, they've, they, they've kind of proven that at will, which uh, the way things are going nowadays with performance on these trucks, we're keeping emissions intact. Why, why not? You know, yeah. why not throw that on there and keep your, keep your EGR system clean? I think it's, was it 60,000 miles or something for an EGR clean mm-hmm. uh, on a truck, which, I mean, it's, it, that system inevitably will get packed full of crap yeah. and you'll have, it'll ha- you'll have to take it off and you'll have to clean it. Um, but if you can add something that'll, that'll lengthen that time span or even just lengthen the lifespan of the, of the EGR system, water meth may do it. Yeah. Keep it clean. The, the only down with it is it you do have to, it's a consumable. Yeah, so it's you, a con, you got to keep, keep buying feeding it. it. Yeah, so that, that is kind of a downer, but it does kind of go through it kind of quick. I mean, if you're going to get one and you're going to tow with it, I would highly recommend going with at least a seven gallon tank minimum. Minimum, yeah. because I think as this is going all off of memory, I think a seven gallon tank with a guy using using it regularly should last about two fifty to three hundred miles mm-hmm. if you're using it like all the time. Yeah. So, and they even have actually really cool controllers that are like boost and EGT. Yeah. Referenced. The snow performance kits are, are pretty awesome. We have some banks kits as well. Um, I, I, I only have experience with the snow performance kits. Mm-hmm. Like we had it on, um, Brian's truck, one of his old mega cabs. We had, we had it on mm-hmm. kind of cool. I've seen eight, 80 horsepower on the dyno with water methanol. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty it, cool. Cool thing is, yeah, you have to, it, it is a consumable. You do have to keep buying the, buying the water meth, but, you can get it at Walmart. <laughs> I mean, That's you can, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you could use washer fluid, which is I think like a sixty forty mix. As mm-hmm. long as it's the non glycol washer fluid, you can you can inject it and you can use it. And there's a lot of guys that'll just do that. Mm-hmm. Heck, even uh, us here, we uh, Brian. That's awesome. <laughs> That's new. <laughs> but um, we bought a fifty five gallon drum of just pure methanol mm-hmm. and we mixed it ourselves with water. <laughs> so Might I mean, well. there's a couple ways you can go about it. I mean, it's. Again, it's fairly cheap, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. Again, last resort. Or if you again want to try to keep your EGR, uh, your EGR system clean, why not give her a try? I'd be more interested to try it now after talking about Me too. that. I think we should talk to. Well, this will go into the maybe a next episode that we're talking yeah. about about something else. Never mind. Never yeah. mind. I, I've said well, too much already. We'll bring that up later. <laughs> I've said too much. <laughs> <laughs> so now we talked about EGT control. Let's talk about. Maybe you might not get into this until after you're towed, or, or or just general what you get out there. But being prepared, yeah, you usually you usually get into this after the first time you towed and realize that you're not prepared. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not just like a, a mental thing. It is yeah. a mental thing, but it's more so like making sure you have the right tools for the job. We've had Absolutely. episodes on tools. We've had episodes on stuff to bring when you're off roading. Me and yep. Ash did. It was actually a really good episode, and this applies to towing as well. Yeah, and the 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 point I want to make with that is that. If you're towing with your truck, you may not always be towing the same trailer. You may not always be trying to accomplish the same thing with the trailer. You may tow an RV. You may have a flatbed. You may have just a normal cargo trailer. And the equipment that you would need for your RV or your your camper, totally different than you would need to haul cars. Oh, yeah. So making sure that you have that stuff with you or with the trailer all the time is huge. Yeah. And going through that mental checklist. So we, I, I went through some stuff. And I'm sure once we start talking about these, you'll probably think of some more. Yeah. Start thinking of some more. I think uh, my number one, number one is actually going to be number three on the list right here. Mm-hmm. But my number one thing is spare tires 
not just yes. a tire, but a tire mounted on a wheel yes. with air in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only way you should not have, like, the only way you can get away with not having a loaded tire with air on the is if you have an air compressor. And as long as the tire is mounted, obviously, yeah. trying to mount a tire on the side of the road is probably not the funnest thing. No. I mean, using a can of ether and a lighter <laughs> things might get a little crazy but yeah uh but yeah absolutely that's huge it's yeah. huge it seems <laughs> like a simple thing but it's big how many how many how many times you drive down the freeway and see a trailer just all by its lonesome with mm -hmm. one tire <laughs> with one that's wheel a bad off. day <laughs> yeah it's a bad vacation that's hard yeah you know, and moving along with that an extra wheel bearing Yes, and grease and the tools grease. to change one. You should always have, you know, properly maintain those things. Obviously, if you put your trailer away for the season, you bring yeah. it back out, go through and make sure everything's good, replace them as needed or whatnot. <laughs> but having one with you, just because things happen, maybe yeah. a seal blows off or something like that, and now you've cooked like a never, bearing, yeah. and you're in, but you know, you're on the grapevine or something like that. Yeah, it's like okay, well, maybe you know, you, you should, and the tools to replace it, and the know-how to replace it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's huge. I mean. Again, you see them all the time. Trailers just just sitting there by their lonesome, just parked mm -hmm. on the side of the road for something for like literally a twenty five dollar part. Yeah. Uh, another thing on it as far use bearing buddies when you can. Those little those little guys are handy. Yeah. Well, they pack you, it? well, you, well you, it's the um, it's like the hub you put on the end of the. Well, it's like a cap you put on the end of the hub that's got a little grease fitting in it. You just, oh. I think I'm pretty Tyler's just dropping a whole bunch of knowledge I had no idea about. Hello, bearing buddies. I'm used to just pulling a cap yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> am, I, am I right? Yeah. Bearing. I think that, yeah, that's what they're called. Bearing buddies. Probably. Yeah. We probably. Saw, I, <laughs> I had them on my boat. That's all yeah, I, re I, re okay. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, good idea. Yeah, though. absolutely. Another one on here. A jack. Mm -hmm. The factory jacks on any truck suck. Yeah. I mean, if you have a trailer, you should have enough yeah. room for one. Yeah. And you know what I've seen a lot of guys doing with their trailers is getting like a truck toolbox and just like mounting it to the front of the freaking trailer, especially Absolutely. if you don't have a winch or something that it's, you know, going to be blocking. Mm -hmm. Put a little, put a little truck box on there and put all your stuff in there. Yeah. That was actually I mean, one of the things I think, uh, I yeah, I've been on the that. second page, lockable yeah. storage. Yeah, absolutely. The beautiful part about that is it's not like, okay, I got to grab my toolkit for this trailer and put yeah. it in my truck. It stays there. Yeah, it's the the old saying, uh, what is it? Better better have and not need than need and not have. Yeah. It's like, so oh, just load that baby up with everything. I you mean, may end up having to buy three pairs of gloves because you have one yeah. in every kit, but guess where you always have gloves? Yeah. In your kit. Yeah. Just do it. Absolutely. Uh, and that goes along with like gloves, headlamp, wheel chocks, um, what else we have on here? Oh, straps. Yeah, the one that I would really go with is a freaking jumpsuit. How many times are you towing something and real like you have a problem and then you're like you're like dressed to the nines, ready to go out or something? Yeah. <laughs> you kind of go like redo something on the trailer. You're like, oh man, I don't want to get yeah. my get my nice get my nice jeans all <laughs> well, well, or even like on the ground or something. It's like. an extra layer of protection. We, we talked about that. Like, oh, one of the older episodes of like body management while you're working yeah. on a car or something like that. I keep a jumpsuit in the suburban or even in my excursion. That I did. Yeah. And it's just, I probably should keep a jumpsuit. Much. <laughs> it's like a two XL Dickies yeah. jumpsuit. I got for like 10 bucks or something like that. It's not super nice, but it's yeah. that extra layer. You know, you're, you're broke down on the side of the hall side of the highway and the road is hot and there's lots yeah. of gravel and stuff like that. Have an or, extra jumpsuit or like right now, wintertime, mm -hmm. snow puddles. I mean, slush. I mean, you're, you're going to be soaked. I mean, unless it's waterproof at this point, yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, yeah, it's definitely, that's that, that, that one I would definitely 
I, I will keep if I have a trailer. That I, I used my jumpsuit when my starter went out on the excursion, and yeah. it was literally snowing yeah. in the parking lot. And yeah. what I do, I put my jumpsuit on. I got underneath there with you know had those, my winter coat on underneath everything like that, so it was nice and warm. Yeah. Kept the snow off me. Yeah. The next one you have on there, or two down, uh, the flat repair kits. Uh-huh. That is that is so handy. They're, I mean, and they're so cheap. Just a plug kit. I mean, I, we how use many the, times uh, that saved the, me? The ARP flat repair kit. They're like 45 yeah, they're bucks, awesome. but they will repair like a million tires, yeah, basically. Yeah, I've seen people, too, like repair some pretty wild holes of tires. Yeah, Ashford, uh, one of our other sales guys here, has like <laughs> yeah. stitched together a sidewall yeah. with ARP yeah, plugs pretty, and pretty, zip ties and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I've... Uh, when I worked at Dishman, I, I uh, it was a dealership. I remember we had this truck come in. I'm pretty sure it was like a bolt that was shoved into the tire, mm-hmm. and we just stacked the stacked the tire plugs up. And hey, she was fixed. Send her. <laughs> Send it. Yeah. Uh, air source always a good idea. We kind of yeah. mentioned that before. Yeah. Whether it be something onboard or portable, I know me mm-hmm. and you both have like just a portable air compressor. That yeah. Yeah, they work awesome. Once I get an actual dedicated tow rig, I think I probably will put an actual air compressor because yeah, I'll probably onboard. have airbags. Yeah which I want to need a compressor yeah. for. Um, other stuff that maybe you, you might also keep in your truck already, but having that in your kit, not a bad idea. Um, a water, a gallon jug of water. Yeah. You know, doesn't, I would, I would make sure it's drinkable. You know, yeah. just get like the, the crystal dual use. Yeah. Dual use, yeah. you know, but ideally, you know, wash your hands or something like that. Yeah. Um, also maybe I didn't put this on there, but I was thinking about it with the water, a snack, put a cliff bar in there. Yeah. There's nothing worse than like, being really hungry trying to figure out stuff out and you're starting to get hangry at yourself uh, your brain just doesn't work mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that you see some calories yeah. and, and granted cliff bars i mean they, they should probably last at least a year oh yeah true disclosure i've, I've eaten a cliff bar that was like three years old yeah i was i'm alive <laughs> i'm okay i made it <laughs> i keep on forget. i got a cliff bar in the suburban in the, in the center console that i bought like way before it even had the screwed up transmission is yeah. still sitting there and i keep on forgetting it every time i come into work i'm like ah that's now been that's now the emergency cliff bar that's an emergency cliff i bar. wouldn't even mix Boom. that into rotation unless yeah, you need not it. Even that. exactly <laughs> but that, that's and i'm sure there's tons of other stuff that i mean if people want to comment what they've found they really needed randomly that's yeah. there's zip ties duct tape whatever i mean it may sound like something stupid like ah, i'm never gonna use it you be surprised did, did i say headlamp you did say headlamp okay yeah, headlamp. that's yeah, huge abs- that's huge yeah, definitely don't use your you know, new iPhone 10 <laughs> light on it mm-hmm. and then drop it and break that. Now you're even more frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> or play the whole, Hey honey, can you hold this flashlight? And it's 10 degrees head- outside just get a headlamp. and she's yeah. already mad that you probably didn't do your right maintenance on yeah, your trailer. She's probably mad because you're, you know, you're buying some piece of junk that you put on this trailer that you drove six hours to go get. And now mm-hmm. you're stuck on the side of the road. <laughs> just, just get a headlamp. Just get a headlamp. I think you just described like worst case scenario. That's my fear. Sounds like a situation that's already happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, babe. <laughs> Anyhow, so let, let's move on to exhaust brakes. Yes. Exhaust brakes are a big thing with towing, and you can really save your save the brakes on your truck and your trailer. Yeah. Hopefully it has brakes, first off. Yeah. Uh, that's you know, to... I mean, we talk about being able to get moving and stay moving and stuff like that. Yeah. You stop. You've now just... You've got to like, stop. <laughs> you now are towing something that weighs more than your truck most yeah. times. you got to be able to stop. Yeah, exhaust brakes. I don't know if I would if I would have a dedicated tow rig without one. I mean, yeah. it's just you're just you're just putting too much stress on you know your actual service brakes on the truck. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just gonna waste you're just gonna waste through them. You're just wasting money. Exhaust brakes are, are so handy because it, it's it's just something you can just flip on with a flick of a switch and 
you're done. You mm-hmm. just let it do its thing. When you're off the throttle, it'll slow you down. Mm-hmm. Get back on the throttle, it stops. Yeah. I mean, it's they're they're just super handy. I mean, if you tow that, I I would definitely do it. What's really cool, and people kind of confuse engine brakes with exhaust brakes. Totally, totally separate. Mm-hmm. Like engine brakes on like big engines, like semi trucks. I mean, they're actually actuating like exhaust valves to create a braking effect. And that's why they sound so damn cool. That's why they sound. I, <laughs> dude, I remember in school we had engines on just stands, mm-hmm. right? Just it was uh, we had like N14s, uh-huh. like old Cummins, just straight piped, like pretty much with a hood stack, and you turn on the the exhaust the engine brakes on that thing. God, that thing was insanely loud. It sounded, <laughs> it sounded violent. Uh-huh. Like it was just like, bah, 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 bah. like, holy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Cause the, the, the instructor would be the only one to turn on the brakes in the class. Cause it's weird. in this like big shop. Right. And you're mm-hmm. like, you turn on the jakes on that thing. And that thing is just obnoxious. Yeah. Everybody Freaking knows. Awesome. But, uh, what's cool is if you, if you like that style of brake, guess what? You can get one. Yeah. It's on called a Cummins. low leash. Yeah. It's called a low leash from pack brake. Um, uh, really cool. Um, it's, uh, we actually, we just got one. We're going to be testing out here. Uh, so I'll, I'll let you guys know as far as how much of a difference it makes mm-hmm. in comparison to just a VGT turbo. But yeah, there's some, there's some cool things as far as braking. Exhaust brakes are huge. Yeah. And just so you guys out there with VGT turbos know, if you want to do an exhaust brake and you have a VGT turbo and you don't have a Cummins, there's a lot of have and don't haves there. So, so you want an <laughs> exhaust brake, you have a VGT turbo and you don't have a Cummins, um, you, you got to get rid of that VGT turbo if you want to put an actual exhaust brake on there, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Well, unless um, you can do the, like, electronic one right. on the turbo. Use the one on the turbo. Right. But if you want if you want an actual exhaust like brake, it's going to it's gonna entail you getting rid of that VGT turbo, which entails mm-hmm. a whole other slew of things, too. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind when looking. Don't install one on a truck that's got a VGT turbo, like on a newer Cummins or a newer Ford or a newer Duramax. Do not put an exhaust brake on it. <laughs> so yeah. Just call us. <laughs> yeah, we can explain. God sakes, just call us. But uh, even for older trucks that don't yeah. have VGT turbos, you can go with a turbo-mounted turbo exhaust mount brake, or you can line. go in line or something like that. And a lot of times they're air actuated. Yeah, um, they're actually pack brake and BD both make. Actually, uh, Banks makes some as well. Really yeah. nice I'm, kits. I'm pretty sure the only ones that are still vacuum operated are just for for the early earlier mm. Cummins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like first gens, which are which are fine. Yeah, mm. I mean, but I I like the air actuated. Just because, guess what? You get onboard air on the truck. You Boom. get an air compressor. Two birds, one stone. Exactly. And it's cool with like, especially like the B or uh, the pack brake, uh, PRX B brakes. Mm-hmm. They give you a half gallon air tank. They give you like, what is it like, fifteen feet of curly hose and yeah. air uh, air accessories. Those things are. It's a great kit. Mm-hmm. And the last thing with the air brakes too is they're not. Oh, it's not an air brake. Air actuated brake. They snap shut. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Like, really well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and for guys feedback. Yeah, and for guys with if for that real big rig feel for those yeah. guys with their manual transmissions, you can get yeah. a shifter mounted switch or a little rocker. BD has a little push pull, and you can get a, a pack brake, little rocker switch. Mm-hmm. Real cowboy, flipping the, yeah, real yeah. cowboy <laughs> with your with your flatbed flipping yeah, jakes. Fl- <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, with your flatbed flipping jakes. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's probably like the worst terminology I've ever said in my yeah. life. That's a, that, that's a bad sticker. <laughs> that is so. Yeah, exhaust brakes, do it, mm-hmm. do it. Uh, one recommendation, actually, I'd say even just no matter what, if you're towing hard with the truck, and we mentioned this with a lot of other modifications too, get head studs. Yeah. Uh, if you've got a VGT-style turbo on the truck and you're using that exhaust brake, your drive pressure is, and, and everything yeah. is going to go through the roof. Get I, head studs. I, I, head studs fall under that have and not need, the need not have category for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, it's it's preventative maintenance. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to blow a head gasket. Yeah. Just buy the head studs. Yeah. So exhaust brakes, there you go. If you have any questions on them, you can always call us. There's some people 
just they're they're it's one of those things where a lot of people are really in the dark about exhaust brakes. Yeah. No offense to them, like not trying to be a dick yeah. or anything like that, but like they just like, well, I think I need an exhaust brake, so I should I should but it's just a valve, right? Like, eh, there's a little bit more to it. A little bit more to it. Yeah. So now we get to the fun part. Yes, this is what I've been like trying to talk about this whole time, and I stopped myself. Yeah. So <laughs> this is tow rig episode two hundred one. We just recently got ourselves a new tow rig. Yeah. We did a dedicated tow rig. Yes. That's not going to go four wheelering, <laughs> except for in the parking lot. It's going to go in the parking lot and drop off yeah. the four wheelering four wheelering equipment. So I, I was talking to Cooper today about about it and what kind of like obviously to get the specs on and what we're doing and parts and whatnot. And I was like, are we going to do any kind of like traction devices, like a locker or something like that? I was like, if I need a locker in this, something has gone yeah. terribly <laughs> wrong. Has gone. <laughs> yeah. then I, I have ran yes. out of talent and I have yeah. messed up. <laughs> this is going to be the pavement princess. Yeah. At DPP. Yeah. But it doesn't look like it when you look at it. It looks really good. She's wicked right yeah, now. Yeah, she looks really good. Yeah. So spill the beans, and we're actually going to do a full episode on this one too because yeah. I want to make sure people know what we're building here and want to see it work, and, and yeah. hopefully we can put a lot of content out for it. But we got a 19 Ram 3500 Dually manual. Woo! Last year of the manual. Last we year had of the to manual, do it. Which I'm actually kind of devastated that yeah. nobody else is doing a manual transmission because mm-hmm. that for guys that tow – a manual like yeah what's up like i get it automatics are nice but for guys that tow like hot shotters and like i'm pretty sure they like manuals better i mean yeah. i don't know i like a manual better if i'm gonna tow yeah absolutely you just you have more control yeah so and, and it feels kind of sad cool. it's sad but we got one of the last one of the last so yeah we're gonna be doing some cool stuff to it it's all yeah. gonna be stuff that you can purchase right off our website. Yeah, we're not doing anything crazy or custom, no weird cutting or you know check out this modification. Nope. nope, everything is literally you can go on our website, purchase this stuff, and you can do this exact same stuff to your truck. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so teaser on that thing, it's got a lift, it's yes. got big wheels and tires. It's white. It's white. It's a that's dually. And that's all you get to hear <laughs> for now. For now, yeah, it's gonna be actually really cool though. Yeah. So that wraps up kind of like our towing. 201 episode i think there's a lot of good information in there make sure if you haven't heard 101 check out 101 yeah that's that's definitely right now it's that's our most popular episode so hopefully this will build on top of that and check out all our other episodes too yeah a lot of good info yeah like we mentioned before five star review screenshot sent to be benedizapowerproducts.com oh man i am what's in this this beer i don't know what do you got in there So it's Ben at dieselpowerproducts.com or Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. We'll get you a shirt, a dank meme, and a weird handwritten note by us two yeah. that is promised to make a little upper butt crack sweat. Absolutely. Well, mm-hmm. that brings that one to a close. Another episode yep. in the books. Thank Boom. you for listening. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. See ya. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.